From Pembroke to Pen Alley for Pembrokeshire. From Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio News. I'm Charlie James and here's the latest for Pembrokeshire. A campaign to educate motorists on how to safely pass horses on the road will be holding an annual awareness ride near Narbeth on September 19th. Pass Wide and Slow, a Facebook group which has attracted 23,000 members, lists 187 rides across the UK and Ireland on Sunday, taking place on September 19th. The ride from Cold Blow through Narbeth is being organised by local riders belonging to Lanska Riding and Trek Club. The rides will aim to spread the word about the importance of keeping a safe distance, ideally a minimum of two metres, whilst passing horses at no higher a speed than 15 miles per hour. Debbie Smith, the co-founder of the Pass Wide and Slow campaign, said I don't want these rides or any other organisers awareness rides or drives to cause trouble. This is not a protest. We move out of the way and don't deliberately hold drivers up. We just smile, thank them and hope they enjoy seeing a group of riders or carriage drivers out together. 338 new cases of the coronavirus have been recorded in the Heweldar Health Board area in the last 24 hours, according to Sunday's figures. Public Health Wales data showed there were 201 new cases in Carmarthenshire, 70 in Pembrokeshire and 67 in Ceredigion since the last report. In total, 2,317 new cases of coronavirus have been reported across Wales, bringing the national total to 306,060 cases. A 10-unit self-catering holiday complex will be created near Robston Wathan following planning approval. Pembrokeshire's planning committee approved an application for 10 self-catering lodges, a hub service building, parking and access on land off the B4314 at Robston Wathan at its meeting on September 7th. Also planned is a nature trail which would run from the site and link it with the village. Local member councillor Dee Clements submitted a statement of support for the plan which she said would allow Cox Lake Farm to diversify, with the daughter of the family running the holiday complex and able to stay locally. Councillor Clements added the development was of modest scale, sensitive design and was well located in a visually secluded site. A sailor who had fallen overboard and sustained a head injury was taken to hospital on Saturday. Angle lifeboat was launched to the casualty at 12.02pm. Dale Coast Guard was also paged to the incident at 12.40 by MRCC Milford Haven. The lifeboat brought them to shore and a helicopter landing site was prepared at the port of Milford Haven. The casualty was then taken to hospital by land ambulance. A fundraiser who set out to walk 250 miles home from Lower Tregenis Farm for city children has doubled his fundraising target. This summer, Nick Gamage set off from the farm near St David's with the aim of retracing the old drover's trail and raising £2,500 for farms for city children. Nick said it's a wonderful charity which supports children from urban areas all over the UK to sample life on a farm. Many of the children have never seen a farm animal before. Farms for City Children has seen its income seriously hit by the Covid pandemic which forced it to close temporarily its three farms to schools. Nick so far has raised £5,000 for the charity by walking the ancient trail along the Golden Road over the Preseli Hills, crossing the River Wye and climbing over the Cotswolds and Chilterns ending up at the Drover's Road in Holland. Way Lane in Chesham.
He said he would never forget the warmth of the welcome he received in Pembrokeshire villages like Herman, where residents turned out to support him and provided him with food and drink. I'm Charlie James, and that's the latest for Pembrokeshire.
love that. That's Ed Sheeran and Bad Habits. I'm Ben Stone. This is The Place on a Monday evening between 7 and 9 for the latest news from the world of Pembrokeshire sport and beyond. We are on the air on Pure West Radio for another edition of the Pure West Sports Show. Well, a very good evening. If you are just switching on this evening, Pure West Sport with G&G Builders, more at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. I'm Ben Stone, of course, joined on a Monday by Gordon Thomas, Fraser Watson and Bill Kahn to dissect all the sporting news from across Pembrokeshire and beyond. Of course, we have loads of sporting stories to cover. We're live on the Facebook page between eight and nine. You can join the debate as well. Hashtag Pure West Sport in the first hour of the show, well, Bill Gordon and Fraser have been busy compiling a whole batch of interviews that we'll get through in the first hour. We've got some brilliant people to hear from as well. Tom Bevan, top Pembrokeshire football referee, discusses his experiences so far in the middle with Bill Kahn. Also, Bill speaks to James Olliott, the new chairman of the Pembrokeshire Football Referees Society. We hear more from Chris O'Sullivan talking about how things are going now for sports centre owners in Pembrokeshire and beyond because restrictions have lifted. It's been a really difficult time for people running gyms and leisure facilities. So we'll catch up more with Chris. Jack Dudley, a stalwart from St David's Rugby, speaks to Gordon Thomas. Also Nigel Delaney talks football with Gordon, a good United man, of course. Looking forward to hearing that. And Fraser Watson has reaction from the Tembe head coach, John Evans, after his side beat Milford Haven. And we'll run down the results from the Pembrokeshire Football League in the first hour of the show. Going to be busy. Great to have your company. It's Pure West Sport. If I'm going out on my new paddleboard, the last thing I'm taking is my phone, right? Buoyancy aid, fine. But mobile? My whole life's on that phone. Why would I risk losing it in the... Coast Guard, help! Okay, help's on its way. Grab my hand! Phone in a waterproof pouch. It's the first thing I pack now. In an emergency at the coast, call 999 and ask for the Coast Guard. And please, respect the water. Wherever you're driving to this summer... How long do we get there? You need the perfect in-car soundtrack. Are we there yet? So take all your favourite digital radio stations and podcasts with you on the road and don't miss a thing this summer. It's easy to connect your smartphone to your car stereo via Bluetooth or aux in to listen on your favourite station app or radio app. Find out more at getdigitalradio.com. Love Radio. Go digital. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Pembrokeshire Vision Arts Wales, a brand new creative hub in Haverford West. Playing host to a youth and amateur theatre company, a show-stopping choir and a multitude of masterclasses from Broadway and West End talent, calling all actors, singers, dancers, and those who want to bring the West End to Wales. Vision Arts has the spotlight and the curtain is about to rise. Ready to take centre stage? Visit visionartswales.com. Ah, enemy ahead. Fire. Where? I can't see them. Right there. 
fire! Oh man, you missed again. You need to get your eyes tested. Nah, mate, I ain't got the cash for that. You're in college. You can get an eye test for free. Really? From where? I'm with Mags Optics. They're in the Riverside Arcade in Halford West. Sick. I'll check it out. Eye tests are free for children under 16 and those aged 16 to 18 who are in full-time education. Glasses up to £85 are free for students aged 18 and under with an NHS voucher. Call Paul, Tina and the team on 01437 767744 or go to magsoptics.co.uk to book an appointment. Mags Optics are the proud sponsors of the gaming show on Pure West Radio. Summer in Pembrokeshire. Ah, basil and snail poison. The sweet smell of summer. On Pure West Radio.
Pure West Radio for a Monday evening. I'm Ben Stone on Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Great to have your company. A focus to come in just a sec on uh, refereeing in Pembrokeshire. Bill Kahn's been speaking to a top Pembrokeshire referee, Tom Bevan, and also the new chairman of the Pembrokeshire Football Referees Society. We'll hear those interviews in just a sec. But on Saturday in the Pembrokeshire Football League, there were loads of goals once again. Let's run you down the full-time scores from Saturday. Division 1 first, Carew 9, Hundleton 0. Goodick United 7, Nayland 0. Moncton Swifts 2, Penna Robbins 3. Narbeth 0, Clarberston Road 5. St Ishmael's 0, Fishguard Sports 3 were the results in Division 1. In Division 2, Broadhaven AFC 1, Haken United 2, Herbranston 3, Johnston 3, Merlins Bridge 4, Solvert 2, Milford United AFC 7, Milford Athletic 0, Penna Robbins seconds 0, Kilgetty 10, and St Clair's 4, Moncton Swift seconds 5. Plenty of goals there as well. In Division 3, Camrose 0, Tenby 4, Clarberston Road seconds 3, Pembroke Borough 1, Cosheston 4, Goodick United 3, Fishguard Sports seconds 4, Broadhaven seconds 2, Lorraine 5, Haverford West Cricket Club 5, and Pendine 0, Carew seconds three. In Division Four, Haverford West Cricket Club seconds five, Camrow seconds three, Hundleton seconds five, Letterston four, Nayland seconds two, Milford United seconds nil, Solver seconds nil, Penna Robbins thirds four, and St Florence four, St Ishmael's seconds nil. Round up the Division Four games. And in Division 5, Letterston seconds 0, Angle 7, Kilgetty seconds 3, Lorraine seconds 2, Milford Athletic seconds 2, Newport Tigers FC 8, Pembroke Borough seconds 0, Prendergast Villa 7, and Tembe seconds 8, Herbranston seconds 0. Give us the full set of results from across Pembrokeshire. More on that to come when I'm joined by Bill, Gordon and Fraser after eight o'clock. And we're live on the Facebook page. And if you were involved in some Pembrokeshire football this weekend, do get in touch with us. But a focus now on referees in the county. They do a great job. We need more refs to come forward to volunteer to keep the leagues going, of course. And Bill Kahn's been speaking to the new chairman of the Pembrokeshire Football Referees Society, James Olliott. A new chairman in the Pembroke Football Referees Society now. He's taken over uh, from Charles Davis. Someone who's given a lot to his sport, playing for a while, and now he's refereeing and enjoying it. And that's uh, my old friend James Ollier. James, congratulations, chairman of the Football Referees. Who'd have thought, eh? Oh, it's such an honour, yeah. Bill, to be chairman of the, the Referee Society. Bit of a poison chalice. No, it's Char- not, man. Charles Thomas bent my arm by... Uh, Charles Davis t- bent my arm by uh, giving me free tickets to the crazy golf for me oh, and my son at uh, Heatherton. <laughs> and uh, and I, I was sold, so... Uh, yeah, it's great that I can help serve the society for two years. But I remember when I interviewed you when you were a promising young referee and you were saying, you mentioned it tonight, and I thought, that's right, 
you the help you got from people like Tom and the other old timers here, the ones who were a bit more experienced than you, and that was a help. And he's a real camaraderie. You only got to listen to the play, the referees when they come together. It's a great camaraderie, isn't it? Yeah, it's absolutely great. And uh, the first meeting that we've had for quite a while this AGM. Yeah, tonight, of course. Um, you could see the relief that we could all just sit and talk together about things that have happened on a Saturday and with the start of the season and everything. Because we chew the fat here, we don't always make the right decisions. Uh, but obviously when we're talking to our colleagues here it's really helpful uh, to help us with the Sharing coaching experience, and training yeah, yeah sharing and so what about your role as chairman now obviously is to chair the meetings which are held once a month do you regard that as important you're pretty laid back with this so that's good I, I'm always laid back, you know that. Yeah. I'm hoping that uh, we we can build on the camaraderie, as you say, in the meetings. Get the business out of the way very quickly, the the sort of stuffy stuff, and um, go on. I've I've asked tonight for people's ideas on how we can develop the meetings into more of a, a coaching and sort of a bonding session in the sense so that we can uh, develop as referees together and individually so that the standard of refereeing across the county is, is raised. And not that I'm saying it's not good at the moment, obviously, but so that we're more confident in, in going out and ma- making the decisions uh, on a Saturday afternoon. Someone made a point here quite rightly about encouraging youngsters. It was lovely to see tonight two or three young referees as well. Yeah. And that's good, isn't it? So uh, you want to encourage more? Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic to see the youngsters coming through um, and it's been noticeable and I'm really uh, proud of some of the older members who are coming to the end of their officiating days who are really taking on the sort of mentoring role of yeah. these youngsters, um, going out and watching them in their games and having a chat with them at half-time, having a chat with them at full-time. So it's really great that they're passing on their, their knowledge to the next generation. Mm. I mean, if I asked you for your best memory so far, I'd be disappointed if I didn't know the answer. But you tell us. Right. What's your best? It's always the, the same one for us referees in Grub. It's the, it's the food first, yeah. the beer second, and then the senior cup final. Yeah, well, not the beer so. for me, but I've always been tough <laughs> to be invited, and it's a lovely occasion. But you enjoyed your game as well. Yeah, senior cup final was Clubs and Road and Haken, mm. and it uh, was a nice, easy day for me. Haken ran out very comfortably yeah. winning that game, but uh, a really enjoyable day, an occasion that was uh, made all the more special for me by having all of my referee and pals it, around it me. It makes it. And i got to say, well done, because Tom Bevan was telling me when I was talking to him that now there are two other um, assistant referees who are helping him sometimes, and other referees in the JD Cymru South, and uh, you've been promoted to that level, so well done. Yeah, I don't like it. We're not helping Tom, we're carrying him. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, it's... it's, it's I just wanted to try uh, to challenge myself a little it's bit further. It's commitment because you've got to travel, Yeah, it, there's, a, there's a lot of travel involved, but um, obviously travelling together, there's the camaraderie yeah. of going together. And, uh, You're now the new versions of Pedder McMullen, Danny Thomas <laughs> and Graham Shepherd. I yeah, don't want to scare we're, you. We're not quite as rude as they are, but uh, yeah, and we've also got the, the pills of wisdom travelling with us of Hugh Bevan as well, who oh, God. Uh, tells us how we've got on at the end of the game yeah, as well. I bet, so, yeah. uh, but he always says Tom's the best. Well, yeah, he's told us a few stories about Tom yeah. that I can't... Uh, can't divulge on radio no so, uh, that's right so what about ambitions do you want to move on further still no uh this is probably where i'm, I'm gonna stop and uh and, and enjoy, enjoy my game 
Because um, you still love, love refereeing in Pembrokeshire as well. Absolutely love it. So when I'm available to do so, I'll be back out in the middle in, in Pembrokeshire um, when not appointed up the line. And obviously once my days of travelling uh, on, on the Cymru South are done, then You'll I can't done. wait to come back. Well, to listen, the you've got three years now as chairman. I wish you every success. Two, it's been amazing. Two, oh, there we are. <laughs> I wish you every success with that. And uh, I look forward to watching you this year. Thanks for talking to us. Thanks, Bill. Take care. That's the new chairman of the Pembrokeshire Football Referee Society, James Olliott, speaking to Bill Kahn. And let's continue the focus, shall we, on the refs and the great job they do keeping control of matches across Pembrokeshire. Bill also caught up with Tom Bevan, a top football ref, to go through some of his experiences in the game. Person in Pembrokeshire football who's refereeing at the highest level, and no doubt about that, that's Tom Bevan, who's done international games, all sorts. Tom, how are things going at the start this new season? Yeah, very good, thanks. Um, it's been an early start. We started in uh, July, which has brought the season forward a good six weeks. I think we're on match day eight now, so we've got, um, we've got seven games in already, um, including two or three cup games. Crikey. Well, at the start of the season, I mean, you, you know, COVID has affected everybody. You still had to be super fit at the start of the season. What sort of tests did you have for that? Yeah, absolutely. We were um, we had to go to um, Pennebont this year to do their um, fitness test. Unfortunately for me, I was working down in Cornwall at the time. So oh, that's a bit inconvenient. I, um, we had to do a bit of a, a trip up from Cornwall to Pennebont and back down to Cornwall, but um, on the hottest day of the year as well. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we, we do sprints and then we do an interval and um, duration run then um, up and down the pitch. And, and throughout the season, you're assessed, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, we get um, regular assessments throughout the season. Do you we, find they're positive in general? Yeah, like very good. It's, it's more of an assessment. It's more of a coaching um, document, really. Um, we get a mark, but what's the invaluable part of it really is is the feedback you get from from the match observers, mm. um, where you need to improve what you've done well, which you can put into your next game. I mean, one of the things about you all the time, you've always been ready to learn, and that's invaluable. But you'd also want to sing the praises of your family as well, because you've had total support from them. Oh, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, fair play. Um, there's not many games that Dad misses. He's always called an rumpus, mind Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Taking your photograph of your first international from behind, not in front. Yeah, absolutely. Some things he just can't be trusted with. But, yeah, um, and encouraging a bloke recently to say kind of things in the stand. <laughs> Didn't know that he was next to you. We won't go into that. But you, you've got to stick up for your boy. Don't forget. <laughs> so uh, this year, what sort of level are you in, um, sort of performing at, Tom? What's, what's the level? So um, I'm performing performing at um, Tier 2, which um, is Cymru South, although I have done a Cymru North game this year, which is, has been a nice change. I've so you're in the middle for those? In the middle for those, yeah. Um, and then um, can be called upon as fourth official then in um, Welsh Premier League matches. Yeah, You're also in a position as well now. You've got two other referees who are assistants at that level. So do you work as a team? Does it work like that or not? This season it has. Um, good. It's been really good. Um, Dave Bad and uh, James Olliott have assisted me on 90% of my games yeah. and it's been great to travel as, as a three and um, we know what each other can do. Yeah, well Dave, Dave has always been uh, very fit but I, I fancy James Olliott is looking a little bit slimmer than he used to. Yeah, fair play, he's put, Still a, lot a, old boy, though. Well, he's put a lot of work into his fitness as James and um, yeah, he's sucking it in there in the corner yeah. but uh, it's great to have two boys from Pembrokeshire with us as well and a team of three, it's brilliant. It's lovely you're carrying a flag with Anya 
I know you want to see them get up to your level as well. But you're not satisfied to stay where you are, are you? No, no, always looking to push on and um, progress to the next level. So hopefully have a good season, you know, keep the fitness up, you know, get the assessments in, which, which hopefully will be good and take on the observer's comments and see where that takes me. You've refereed a load of top games, you know, we've joked about the international, but you've done that. What well, if I said you pick the best of all, what would it be? I think I know the answer. Oh, it's got to be the Senior Cup final in, yeah. in Pembrokeshire. Um, yeah. It's a cracking game, lovely day, brilliant occasion to be yeah. honest. Oh, yeah. Um, all the grub beforehand when we go along and all celebrate together, all the officials. Yeah. Absolutely, it's brilliant. The, just the whole day is brilliant. And, you know, luckily for me, the game went well for me. Mm. Um, two teams wanted to play football, cracking crowd, cracking weather. And say football was the winner that day. Yeah, what about West Wales Cup? Does that run any close? West Wales Cup is a very, very, very close second. Yeah, that was an interesting game, wasn't it? Yeah, Team, team Swansea, um, who are now Swansea University, yeah. um, team I ref quite often. Yeah, yeah it's a cracking occasion again. And, and what to, was the score? To ref in the Liberty is only 1 0. Was it? Yeah. Yes, um, but it was a cracking game to ref in the Liberty. Yeah, and I bet. It's just, yeah, it's really good. One of the things you've had to learn is how to deal with awkward managers and player managers without going into any names you've already had someone this year where you've got to just treat with just say well that's who he is and I'll not get involved yeah yeah you just manage you take it all at a game at a time you ref what's in front of you you manage what's in front of you and they say as soon as the game's over um, you go on to the next game That's put it right. behind yeah. you you've got thick skin absolutely you've got it <laughs> Listen, got it it's lovely to talk to you as usual I look forward to seeing you sometime this year and uh, tell dad as well good and uh, just keep up the good work thank you good to hear from another Pembrokeshire referee Tom Bevan continuing the focus on refs in the county speaking there to Bill Kahn we'll turn our attention to some rugby news in just a sec we'll be hearing from the head coach of Tembe United that's John Evans speaking Speaking to uh, Fraser Watson after his side beat Milford Haven. We'll do that next and look at some of the other rugby stories after Rita Ora and Shine Your Light on Pure West. We go, we go, we shine. 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 Hey
It's Pure West Radio with Rita Aura and Shine Your Light. This is Ben on Pure West Sport with G&G Builders, a jam-packed first hour of the show, some brilliant local interviews. We will turn our attention to rugby in a few moments and we're live on the Facebook page after 8 o'clock. But let's just hear a bit more from the world of Pembrokeshire football and Nigel Delaney caught up with Gordon Thomas to talk Goodick United. I'm down in Goodick uh, this afternoon at Phoenix Park. It's looking really good, uh, the pitch. Joining me today is Nigel Delaney, Managed Goodick in the past. Yes, we've been very good. Uh, thanks, Gordon. It's just nice to get back playing again, uh, competitive football, because you can play as many friendlies and and in-house friendlies as you want, but it's not the same as playing competitive football. And it's uh, it's nice to see that it's back again. I see that Goodick have got a few new signings for the season. Nice, they brought in uh, uh, Luke Hayward, uh, Scott Crawford. Is there anybody else that they brought in to try and bolster the squad? Uh, well, Nathan Green came as well with the boys from Bridge. Um, yeah, and uh, we got quite yes yeah, strong 18. So some weeks uh, when everybody's available now, a few of them will have to drop down to the, the seconds for a minute. So it hasn't happened yet, but it, it's going to happen very soon. I know Goodick would have been bitterly disappointed with the result against Haken in the FAW, but you've responded well. You had a good 5-0 victory last week. Haken dropped points against Keiru last week. We're already talking about a four-horse race with uh, Goodick, Haken, uh, the bridge, and now we can put Keiru in. Uh, what do you think is going to happen? Well, uh, well, that's right, yeah, because I know Keiru didn't, uh, there are three or four players that didn't play last week, so when they're back, it's going to boost them up as, as well. And uh, yeah, it's always Goodick, Haken, Mirrors Bridge. Uh, we always have good games against them and, and we do have trouble going down to Kiru when we play in Kiru as well so yes it's, I know it's only the second game today but yeah it's going to go uh, one of them four I would say yeah it's important to win uh, the, what we call the lesser games tonight I don't like to be disrespectful to any club but today you're playing Nayland it should be a, a comfortable three points we hope well yeah you'd like to think so like you said um, football's a funny game uh, you can predict uh, results but uh, sometimes uh, there are a few um, people who uh, predict different scores and uh, they do they do come in sometimes so yeah no we'll have to play properly today and play as we uh, play against the big teams and hopefully we'll get the win yeah next week we've got uh, Merlin's Bridge I believe you're going to the race course that'll be a difficult game to go to so it's important uh, that you do get the right result today to go into that game with maximum points do you think? 100% scored um, Hagen in the FAW today and they were meant to be playing the bridge so them two aren't going to be playing today so it'll be a good chance to get a few points ahead of both teams hopefully on a personal note, Nigel, I know you've had a tremendous season with Flan Ryan in the cricket this season because I've spoken to Fraser Watson on many occasions. Great to, great to win the Alan Brown for the third uh, successive time. I bet you celebrated in style. Not that you drink, mate. No, I don't drink, no, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a great club. Fraser, uh, top man, Fraser. He's a great, great clubman, does everything for Flan Ryan, about, you know, with, with the rest of them, but. No, we've had a brilliant season. We won the Alan Brown and then we managed to win the league as well. So, yeah, Fraser's over the moon. Oh, so, you, so are you, Nigel. Also, on a personal note, you were telling me that uh, your son, Matty Delaney, has uh, signed for Carmarthen. He's stepping up. I remember a certain uh, brother of yours signing yeah. for Carmarthen Town and the rest is history. So, uh, what do you think of him trying it out at Welsh League level? Yeah, I think uh, he needs to have a go at it now because uh, he's done well for Goodick. Um, uh, they came in for him uh, about three weeks ago and uh, hopefully um, yeah he's starting today so hopefully he'll do well fingers crossed 
Yes, I'll, I'll catch up with you, no doubt, during the course of the season, lads, when you're down, yeah? Uh, it's great to talk to you and uh, wish you and your boys all the best for the forthcoming season. I'm going to speak again Yeah, soon. thanks, Paul. Cheers, mate. Thank you very much. Gordon Thomas for Pure West Sport, talking to Goodick United's Nigel Delaney. Great to hear from Nigel. I'm Ben Stone, Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Let's turn our attention to the rugby, shall we, from the weekend. The Otters, Narbeth RFC, maintained their winning ways with a 25-16 win over Trebanus. Uh, Whitland 10, Fishguard and Goodick 15 was a, a really closely fought game. Aberystwyth with 19, Cremick 11, Haverford West 36. St David's 23 Nayland 45 Pembroke Dock Harlequins 17 and Cardiff 43 Langham 12 amongst some of the games Tembe were winners they took on uh, Milford Haven and won by 31 points to 12 and Pure West Sports Fraser Watson caught up with their head coach John Evans Well it was a good win from Tembe United yesterday who prevailed at home against Milford Haven I'm delighted now to be joined by their coach John Evans John Defeat last week at Fishguard. Pleased to bounce back yesterday. Yeah, definitely, Fraser. We, um, yeah, we were poor against Fishguard. Um, yeah, don't get me wrong, Fishguard were uh, outstanding on the day. We had a good, a good few weeks build up, and and we we were really disappointed with with the outcome. So after a couple of good sessions in the week, yeah, we'd identified that we we were poor at the breakdown and conceding too much uh, possession there. So we worked hard at it, and in all fairness, the boys, the reaction yesterday was uh, was superb. Well, a strange, strange feeling in preparation, John. Because obviously you're couple of close battles with with Milford Haven in the season that was eventually disrupted by Covid both in the Pembrokeshire Cup and the league actually and yet here you are playing them again a couple of years later not really knowing what to expect is it is it been difficult to prepare for games where you're not necessarily familiar with the opposition anymore yeah in all honesty we've been trying to follow and it's cliche but we've just been focusing on ourselves really and, and making sure that when we go into that that league season with, with promotion at the end that we're in a position to kind of really compete so it's great to be playing locally but you know we, we've spent you know a couple of months now just making sure that we're focusing on ourselves and and ultimately what we wanted yesterday regardless of, of the opposition was was to, to work on the errors we'd identified in Fishguard but you know we knew it was going to be tough based on the fact you know they'd, they'd had a good win against Penn but the week before and you know we were always going to be up against a tough pack with Milford and um, in all fairness it was a uh, it was exactly that I mean, there's a little bit of ambiguity around the WRU plate games, obviously, John, because no one really knows how they're going to culminate yet. But what's the main priority for you as a coach at the moment? Is it is it getting a team competitive and minutes under your belt ahead of the league season? Or are you looking at results? Are you looking at breeding a winning mentality or, or just a combination of the two? It is, a, it is the two. But, um, you know, we, we know that, and, you know, every, I'm sure, you know, talking about Milford and Fishcar there, they'll be saying exactly the same. But, you know, we want to go into a league season and, and compete. You know, we, we were in a good place pre-COVID as far as uh, the, the league was going. You know, we, we, we were barely losing by, by a try um, when we were losing and, and we were on a nice little run. Um, so we wanted that to continue. But we also knew that we had to build some depth. So for me, that the play competition is, is purely about participation, giving boys game time. Because at the end of the day, you know, we can do all the training in the week, but unless the boys are playing rugby on a Saturday, you know, it, it'll affect the training sessions. So, so we've had great numbers. And, and, you know, we've said everyone will get a start in the first two or three games. And, and then we'll go on to, you know, the next two or three. Sure. And, and I know a couple of years ago, John, you reverted to very much 
going back to Tenby Youth and your own boys and so on, and, and, and took a very young squad into the um, the league campaign. You've still got a young squad now, but a couple of experienced heads in there as well. Of course, Toby Smith coming back should help. Are you confident now you've you got the right blend to really compete when the league season starts? Yeah, no, very much so. You know, like I said, we, we were there or thereabouts pre-COVID. I think the confidence wasn't necessary there in, in you know, turning up and, and performing and expecting that win. So hopefully now in the, in the coming months we can um, we can build that confidence up. You know, regardless of results, we're looking at those the performances being there or thereabouts. So that you know, you mentioned Toby. There's there's Dan as well. Dan Colley's come come back to the, back to the club, and it is valuable experience. And there's a winning mentality with those boys. You know, you add sure. in the likes of Cam Broaders, who's, who's just come out of the youth and he was absolutely superb yesterday. The balance is, is looking is looking promising. Absolutely, and obviously you've got Pembroke now in two weeks, another tasty derby there, a couple of former players on both sides, I think. But but ahead of that, Stern Test, a friendly with Newcastle Emlyn. Now, they were very much in pole position to go back to the championship, actually, when, when COVID did hit that season. So that, that'll give a tough test for you, both up front and behind, I imagine. Yeah, no, definitely, and it is that test. We've probably got about your six or seven boys who, who haven't started in the last couple of games, so, so they'll come in this weekend. But we want to keep the spine of the side as, as strong as possible, um, so that you know we do have options. Um, you know, as a coach, you know, you, you want those headaches. Um, and, and boys, certainly in the last, you know, we made nine changes yesterday to the side that lost in Fishguard, and, and you know we have got conversational selections to make on a, you know, on a Wednesday, Thursday prior to a weekend. You know we have these debates as to you know who who deserves to be in the side and the balance, and you know it's, it's healthy, it's looking great. Yeah, sure is. And and final question, John, the obvious one: Is it pleasing just to be back coaching, watching, playing, and being involved in, in local rugby again? John. Should say that is exactly what I said to the boys yesterday. Pre pre match was, you know, how does that feel? It was our first game in Tenby for eighteen months, which you know, ironically the last one was against Milford. Um <laughs> That's right, yeah. and it was that, you know, what's that Saturday morning feeling like, you know, we've missed it and then post match it was well what's that we've missed that feeling of winning a game of rugby as well. Sure. So, you know, at the end of the day that's why we're doing it. It's is obviously to, to have that um, competitive sport and you know thankfully it's, it's back well great it's great to see Tembi and everyone else back at all and then keep up the good work there John and good luck for Emlyn on Saturday no brilliant Fraser and thank you for everything uh, you're doing uh, as far as reporting and, and what have you um, it's um, great to be back at it no problem at all pleasure thank you John well then to Tembi a win against Milford in the rugby at the weekend and great to hear from John Evans who we've actually spoken to live on the show as a guest as well previously so much more to come we are live on the Facebook page after 8 we'll of course look at the local sporting stories but we'll have to mention a brilliant inspirational performance from Emma Raducanu surely nailed on for sports personality of the year And I'll get Gordon's thoughts on Cristiano Ronaldo's return to the Premier League as well. Between now and then, uh, we will be reflecting on how things are going for sports centre owners in West Wales with Chris O'Sullivan, now that restrictions have eased, of course. And we'll be hearing from Jack Dudley, a a stalwart St David's rugby man and a, a real character speaking to our own Gordon Thomas. That's still to come before eight here on Pure West Sport. The power of radio. Bad weather, at the racetrack, in the shower. Oh, sorry, all things that never actually happened. While listening, you pictured them all, didn't you? You see, radio uses the theatre of the mind. It has a one-to-one connection with every person listening. 
So, if you want to get your business message across, then there is really no more intimate, creative or cost-effective way than using radio. So to find out more about advertising on Pure West Radio, email studio at purewestradio.com. And we won't send our fire-breathing, water-boiling, toaster-popping crowd over to see you. Yeah, and once again, that's not real. Radio advertising. Try it today. Lots going on here at Johnson Garden Centre. Now we are open from 9.30 till 4, Monday to Saturday, and 10 till 4 on Sundays. We have supplies of plants arriving on Tuesday nights every week, alongside huge stocks of composts. We also have 35 crafters showing their products, everything from jams and chutneys to jewellery and greetings. We are a major supplier of flow gas, coal and logs, so we cover all your needs for barbecues, fire pits and caravans. We are also the largest supplier of paella pans in Wales, along with a huge range of wicker baskets. Johnson Garden Centre has hardware and you'll be amazed at the selection on offer from nuts and bolts to building plastics. Being open seven days a week, we are always there for our valued customers in Johnson, right by the station. Car trouble again? At OC Davis Roundabout Garage Nayland, we like to keep it simple. Offering you service plans from just under £10 a month. From affordable used cars to 0% finance. Not to mention, nil advance payment on the mobility scheme. You can guarantee you'll get more for your money. Put the pedal to the metal and get the most out of your motor. Call 01646 600858 or go online to ocdavis.com. Job Finder on Pure West Radio. If you've got staffing issues, we can help. Get the staff you deserve to help your business succeed. The Pure West Radio Job Finder. Pembrokeshire College has an exciting opportunity for a work-based learning contract and compliance manager to manage the work-based learning management information team. For more information or to apply, please visit purewestradio.com forward slash jobfinder. Pure West Radio Job Finder. If you've got a vacancy for your business, we can help you fill it. Check out the website purewestradio.com or get in touch on 01437 764455. The Pure West Radio Job Finder. This is Pure West Radio. Across Pembrokeshire, 24 hours a day.
Radio for a Monday evening. Pure West Sport with G and G Builders. Haverford West County were beaten 6-2 by Barla Town on Saturday in the Cymru Premier League. Disappointing result that for the Bluebirds. We'll have more on that to come after eight. Uh, Barry Town one, Connors Key nil. Flint Town United four, Newtown one. Pennebont one, the New Saints one, and Aberystwyth Town nil. Cardiff Met University one were the results. The Bluebirds go again at home to Flint this coming Saturday. 2.30 kickoff at the Oggy Bridge Meadow. But let's stick with rugby right now. Gordon Thomas has been speaking to a St David's RFC stalwart for Pure West Sport. I'm down in Halford West where Halford West are playing uh, St David's in a, a keenly contested game. And with me is a, a good old friend of mine, uh, Jack Dudley, the king of St David's. Yeah. How do you think uh, the boys have uh, done today? Are you pleased with their performance, Jack? Yeah, I'm really pleased. It started off quite poorly, to be honest. We're giving them a good game. It's nice to see. That's one thing about St David's boys never give up. At the moment, uh, a little bit of attacking the pleasure at them and hopefully another try might be on the way but looks a bit but uh, yeah you, you actually had a, a difficult start Jack where Halford West got a couple of tries but uh, to be fair your heads haven't dropped and to be fair in the second half you probably had most of the possession yeah I think it's about the boys believing in themselves to be honest you know, say, when you're down the bottom one at a time it's hard to get out of that, uh, that mould and that thought process yeah. we're trying to build a bit of confidence into the boys and uh, we've got a couple of new faces coming you know uh, youngsters coming through Gives the old boys a chance to uh, hang the boots up and uh, have a bit of a rest, but uh, nice young boys coming through. Yeah, it is important. Uh, are there any players here? Yeah, you've grabbed another try here, Jack, yeah, as well. Is there any players in particular that you've uh, enjoyed coaching? 
Yeah, well, you know, getting Bateman is doing the main coach at the moment. Unfortunately, right. he's uh, lying at home with COVID. He went to put his boots on today as well. But uh, I've uh, filled in the gap for him and helped him out for the season. Yeah, to be honest, they're all, they're all a good bunch of boys. You know, there's some, some good boys coming through. Unfortunately, we had a couple of injuries last week. Nathan Foster was a good boy we were looking forward to, but uh, he broke his collarbone last week. Uh, so you hope you're out, uh, not too long, I hope. Well, we send our good wishes to him, Jack. Yeah. Hope he's back shortly. I know, Dan in St Davies, you do struggle for numbers, but to be fair, you play with plenty of spirit, and today you're showing the same signs of that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's the funny. St Davies yeah, spirit. Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. And it's the boys, they stick together on and off the field. You know, They'll have their few pints after the game now and a bit of a sing-song uh, most Saturdays as well. It's just, just, that's what it's you know, about. Yeah, that, exactly that, Jack. You go out, you give it your all on a Saturday afternoon, have a couple of pints after the game that's how we were brought up with it and it's it's great to be socialising playing Pembrokeshire sides as well Jack it's lovely it's nice to go away now and again like you said the old Abra Smith chips in the old Pembrokeshire league but uh, when it's week in week out and boys working it's hard to to travel so far yeah how uh, you know with the Covid situation we haven't played rugby for 18 months it's only just come back now but how has training gone in St David's Jack have they had reasonable numbers but I know there's a lot of boys in uh, the farming uh, community yeah. and plus summer in university and the like so have yeah. you had decent numbers yeah when we started back we, we managed to have some of our youth players back from other clubs unfortunately i think some of them will feel like the love of the game a bit as well they started training and they have stuck at it i hope that they'll come back to it soon because you know you're a long time old didn't you but the uh, numbers, we, yeah, we started off our first senior training session with, with 30 odd players, and I've I've never seen so many players in St David's all my time to be with them. Uh, and we're still we're still hitting 15, 16, even this time of year with you know boys in hospitality, farming. Uh, which is good to see and you can do something with that you know it's encouraging yeah it is it's, you've got to have numbers to be able to yeah. sort of uh, sort out your scrummage in your line out yeah. and also your other sort of uh, core areas that need to be addressed yeah. but I have to say it's been pleasantly surprised uh, definitely I mean it's, uh, you know, we, we looked at the results last week you know, we went down against the Quins we had our chances there as well to be honest with you uh, we didn't take them and you know after us had a good doubt against, Pem- uh, against Cardigan last week so you know, we came to this game thinking we knew we were going to have a tough time. Yeah. But the boys have, have you know, reacted after that poor start, as we said. I have noticed as well this week, Jack, that the WRU have actually uh, issued a fiction list. Yes. Have, you, have you seen it? I have it seen it. It starts in November, it. so we yeah. are going to have some sort of season. Yeah. Which is good news, isn't it? Yeah, we saw, I saw it uh, yesterday, I saw it first time. Digested properly, it is what it is, do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I was torn in Graham Dalton early on, and uh, it d- does find it strange that sometimes we've played some clubs away already in this competition and come to the league where uh, having to travel there again without them coming up to, up to us to be honest with you thought they would have evened it out for Francis and things like that all in all Jack thank you very much for you talking all. to me I will catch up with you again during the season thank you Jack you take care all the best excellent stuff Jack Dudley speaking there in St David's to Pure West Radio's Gordon Thomas almost 8 o'clock I'm Ben Stone it's Pure West Sport and we know and we've spoken about it on the show it's been difficult for sports centres and gym owners across the county with the COVID restrictions we've had over the last year. Bill Kahn spoke some more to Chris O'Sullivan about that. When I spoke to Chris O'Sullivan at the S7 gym last week, it was limited, obviously, to his football involvement and his joining now as a coach with a head coach with Carmarthen Town. But when you come in here, you can't but be impressed by the quality of the stuff you hear, the keenness of the staff, and the way that people are gaining so much benefit. Chris, thanks for talking to me again. I've got to ask you, 
last time we spoke was about the you know the awful time that you had waiting for the government to let you open again. It's up and running now. Are you are things going all right? Yeah, touch wood, Bill. It's um, it's great to have the doors back open. Um, it was there was a very tough period where I was questioning whether the facility would reopen or not. But like everybody else, they went through tough times financially, personally, mentally wise. It's It's been tough on everybody, but to finally have the doors back open and allow people to start having the little bit of them times in training, fitness, well-being, it's been great to see everybody back and, and moving forward with it. That's great. Let's sing the praises of the staff first. You've been very lucky. Hey, you've got members of the family who are hugely involved and committed here, but you've also got others here. I know you're a young assistant manager. Everybody here is totally committed and really enthusiastic about the project, isn't it? Yeah, to be fair, Bill, I couldn't ask for a better set of uh, a team here uh, behind the scenes with my directors, but at the, the front of house here with my, my staff. We've got my nephew, Alex on board here, uh, my assistant manager, Monique, and then um, another full-time member of staff in Louis Tom. So yeah, it's it's they're great for me. They've come back with the self-drive and hunger and desire to go again. Uh, they're brilliant at running the classes and, and the place is immaculate here with them. You only got to look at the number of people who are in and out here now, waving you, you're poking your head around the door to say thanks, Chris, see you soon. You've also been well supported by very loyal members, really. Yeah, without, without them, Bill, I wouldn't be here. That's that's the bottom line of it all. I've had um, great support from members. Even when they're struggling themselves, they supported the gym behind the scenes and the facility 100%. I can't thank them enough. But on the flip side of that, I just hope then that just shows how important the place is to them personally, um, as individuals, as families, as groups. It's obviously, um, it's working for them as well because they, they want it here as much as um, myself, obviously. It's two-way street though, Chris. You, you know, we sing their praises to the full and that's fair enough. But I know, and you don't make a big thing of it, that when you were on lockdown, a lot of the kit disappeared from you with your full permission because you organised for people who were desperate for training mm-hmm. to take some kit out from you and use it at home and have brought it back. Now, yeah. that's right. That, I mean, it's pretty amazing yeah, 100% Bill I, 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 I genuinely did feel like I needed to step up to the plate I call it um, the people's gym here and we had a little family and everything Bill so it, it was my place to make sure that everybody needed and got what they wanted I loaned out over 200 pieces of equipment I give people options to freeze their memberships I did work, online workouts yeah. Monique and everything she, she ran all them online superb keeping people um, minds active yeah so I think um, and I hope that we did all we could as a facility and as members of staff here to keep people as fit and as well-being as possibly. I mean, I've got to say, I think, I look at this and think, how could you improve on that? It's perfect. It's a superb facility. The building is rangy. The kit here is second to none because I know you went to the nth level to make sure you had the proper equipment. What's the next step? Extending. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you said um, that. Yeah. What yeah, do you do? Um, hopefully, Bill, it'll get to a point where it's it's the facility has hit its ceiling height and I've still got a bit of land there and everything, but I want to walk before I can run. Yeah. And then we want to try and look at um, developing and evolving as much as we possibly can. We want to get a few more classes on the go here um, with, when we get a bit more resources. Um, yeah, so I want to keep things